With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days guaranteed with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. And right now you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. cats and dogs out there it is your favorite cop guy from around the block with another installment of Fryside chats thanks again for tuning in and today is going to be a solo one actually couldn't get anyone to step on with me today but that's okay today it's just gonna be a one-on-one with you and i or if you're listening in a group a little bit of a roundtable discussion today's podcast is going to be called russia versus ukraine versus well everyone else's opinion to include my own Holy shit, what in the world is going on today? Laddie and Palo over there in Russia doing some hood rat shit to all the people in Ukraine. Uh, doesn't really realize we almost want to get along. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, mass murder or mass opinion on mass murder. Whether people's opinion matter, who knows, whatever. Does my opinion really matter? No, it doesn't, but you're sitting here listening to it anyway, so whatever. So, I mean, everyone has their opinions, and they all count until the facts come out, and they're like, well, I was wrong, or no, you're wrong, whatever. So, today we're going to have a discussion about what's going on in Europe, if you kind of haven't already figured that out already. Um, So, Russia, you know, doesn't really have an illustrious history, not much unlike America, but whatever. We all have blood on our hands. Leaders like Joseph Stalin, Ivan the Terrible kind of stick out in people's minds, or maybe not if you... You know, don't remember the whole history thing, but that's neither here nor there. Um, in a nutshell, a lot of bad things have been happening. If you haven't been paying attention to the news, if you've been living under a rock, if you're kind of like Squidward, whatever. And some people with the influence um, are pushing something called, I don't know, um, 
communism or some shit because it worked with them at the time. And this is kind of like the Russia's history. You know, it, it didn't, or, you know, it didn't, it didn't matter. So, you know, if you didn't believe in the communism back in the day, you just got killed. So if you haven't been following along, we're going about Russia's timeline and Russia's history. Flash forward the names like, you know, Mikhail Gorbachev and uh, Boris Yeltsin, you know, those guys, yeah, they did some things, mm, yeah, but they didn't do them that great as far as in the minds and hearts of the Russian populace. No, but Vladimir Putin, oh boy, our beautiful man on horseback, our illustrious shirtless horseless man on whatever, shirtless, no, shirtless horseman on, on horseback, whatever, um, Good old, yeah, yeah, that's what I wrote, yeah, old Charles Horseman himself swooped in and then run the show as a dictator for the better part of over 20 years. 20 years. It's crazy to think someone like that's been in, 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 in office for 20 years. Imagine any of our presidents now that have been on office for almost 20 years. You can just think about, like, hmm, I wonder if, JW, if George W. was a president for 20 years or a president like FDR. You can imagine someone for 20, you just gotta get tired of those people. I was just gonna be like, you know, I'm getting real tired and bored of this. But you know, then again, if they say anything, you just get killed. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, so get to the kind of like the more now, kind of like when I was born. So, you know, in the early 90s, Ukraine said, mm, Soviet Union, yeah, it's a bunch of stupid booby heads. We don't want to deal with that. We don't want that. They got their own flag, had their own independence, had their own pizza party, and they're like, yeah, we're done. And they did that for about a greater portion of about 30 years. And there's been some problems with that, um, along with a couple other nations that are also part of Ukraine, that Russia was kind of like, yeah, dude, those are ours, and we're like, no, not really, and they're like, but we wanted to have them, and Ukraine's like, no, how about you just leave us the fuck alone? Um, so, but yeah, but there have been great tensions ever since then, somewhat an armistice on the border, you know, it's kind of what's going on with, like, North and South Korea, whatever. Uh, and there's been a hell of a lot of, uh, hey, I don't really like you brewing. And it's been a long time coming to a head. Then in 2014, Russia was like, mm, you can kiss my ass. I don't want to share this anymore. Took back the Crimean Peninsula, and then there have been some back and forth, uh, middle fingers and showing ass uh, between the two countries' leaders, you know, not being technically on the same page. And, uh... We had some troops that came to the border, some troops left. They were like, hey, we're here to play. And they were like, nah, we're not doing this. Some troops came in, they left again. It's kind of been like a really blue-balled version of Red Rover to come on over. Um, so um, the world was like, well, that doesn't look too great. Um, so here's some guns and some money and some things. You know, they kind of disguise it as military aid. Like, well, we don't want to give you soldiers. Because that looks like we're going to help you militarily. And that's going to put us part of the problem. And we don't kind of want to be part of that problem right now. Um, so, But Putin was like, mm, you know what? I don't feel like... I just want to be able to play this game a little safe. He's like, we're going to put some tanks, you know, kind of like in Ukraine. And be like, well, these tanks are kind of just for peace. You know, just point some at people with uh, loaded barrels. And he's like, mm, as he puts his fingers behind his back. Now we're here today at the invasion of Ukraine and President Zelensky saying, you know, give me some help. Like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I've been good this whole time. I've been having to put up with this dumbass next door neighbor for the better part of 30 years. Not, not just me, but like my other predecessors as well. Can we just like not have old uncle like Tommy looking over us and be like, 
Give me your lawn. Get off my lawn, you stupid insert racist thing here or whatever. It's just ridiculous. So, and then, you know, the whole, like, Domtisk and Loba. Oh, God, Jesus. This is, yeah, I'm a white guy. I can't pronounce it. Donis, Don, Dundesk, and Luhansk were Russia's step before. So these are two provinces in Ukraine or two places in Ukraine um, that were part of Russia. We're kind of like, well, we're kind of Russia's, but they're in Ukraine. And Russia's like, they're kind of ours. And like Russia's like, no, that's kind of mine. And well, I just got tired of saying they were in this control or whatever. Neither here, neither here nor there. So, But, you know, what's going on in today with this war? Um... Uh, there's some crazy stories, some even more ridiculous memes, a bunch of other things. Between the huge balls of the Ukrainian ghosts smoking the Ruskies planes out of the air and the island of brass balls in Wonderland that said, fuck you, kiss our ass, you're not taking this island. And then they got smoked, but they went down with the largest balls in history. This conflict, quote unquote conflict, going on in Ukraine now has the world's attention. No one wants World War Three. None wants to go uh, fight some, you know, someone else's necessarily someone else's war. No one else wants to turn a blind eye to it, and no one should. This war is, you know, obviously a tra- travesty, travesty, bad, um, and it's a it's a war, it's a conflict. It's kind of almost like a innate civil war because Ukraine was part of like Russia, like the whole Ottoman Empire times. So we're not going to get too far into that, but you know, there's a lot of craziness going on. Um, Big issue, uh, another, well, one of the real big issues is, like, Putin was like, there's going to be dire consequences for anyone that stops him. I'm like, dude, come on, Vlad. Can we just, like, not be mean? Can we just kind of, like, figure this out and, like, not be a dick to other people? Like, bro, like, this this is, like, even some other Asians are like, all right, dude, you need to, like, calm your horses, literally and figuratively. So, uh, there's also a bunch of hubbub over in NATO getting involved and, Am I going to get drafted? Am I going to have to run in PT formations 0500? Is it going to be like Vietnam where I put my birthday thing and where I'm going to get picked over this? And you know, it's funny because, like, you know, over in over in uh, Ukraine right now, Zanuski was just like, yo, if you're 18 to 60, yeah, you're staying. You can't leave because we're going to, we're going to, we're going to win this. We're going to beat these guys' asses. And the dude who's had a 61st birthday is like, bro, I'm out. Like, sorry, fam. Like, but then on the other hand, you see pictures of like some 80 year old dude who had a poop packed a briefcase and was like, yeah, I'm fighting the Ruskies because F these mothers because I'm tired of their bullshit. And then you have guys who are like 16 being like, uh, well, peace question mark like no dude it's not happening like you need to fight for your for your homies so but uh neither here nor there um but uh yeah and you know america is not getting involved in abc like yo slow it down tactical teddy uh slow your friggin roll you know put your put your twinkies down and set aside your four extra large tactical vests and drink some water for once you freaking psychopath jesus christ but no but like I, no one obviously wants to get involved in this no one wants to no one wants to necessarily go to war. I mean, and at the end of the day, like you know, war brings on suffering and a lot of hate, and there's a lot of a lot of bad stuff that comes from war. And no one truly wants to go to war. You know, they say like the the only people that see that truly see the end of war are the ones who who, who die, and like that is the truth. I mean, war stays with you for the rest of your life. And you know, I know my family and people that I know personally that've been through war. You know, they never leave that behind, and it's it's terrible. And you you know you don't want that. And you know, they say wars also, like, are, are machines for, like, boosting the economy and stuff like that and all, all other kinds of stuff. And it's, like, they are also ways to destroy the economy. So, 
We just don't want these problems. Um, Putin wants the people to stop meddling in his business, but his attitude and how he's doing it is, is not going to go without consequences. His militaries have already committed war crimes, destroying schools, daycares, and killing innocent civilians and children. It's not cool, dude. It's not cool. He's going to have to answer this, whether he wants to or not. These are war crimes, and they are being justified as war crimes. Um, in my mind, and hopefully in everyone's mind, because they, they, well, they really are war crimes, um, I just hope that he gets, you know, taken care of for this, because this is just, it is an atrocity. You know, you look at all these videos now, um, people that are getting shot with F-14s, people getting, like, shot in the street, you know, you hear the air raid sirens all day and night in Kiev and stuff like that, like, it's, it's pretty scary. Some pretty scary things. Um, but uh, we as a nation with our allies are taking steps to be decisive. You know, we're doing the sanctions, we're doing A, B, and C. You know, but then the people are, people are going to think it's not enough. Um, but that shit isn't being publicized fast enough for the public to attach itself to. You know, there's there's things being done behind the scenes. You know, there's things that are being accomplished that aren't agreed upon yet. And, you know, these, these talks, like these secret meetings and all this, they're not being publicized because they don't want to be scrutinized, you know. They're 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 throwing these big brain ideas out there, and you know, people are kind of like, mm, we don't know if that's going to be a great idea. So they don't kind of uh, they don't they don't want people to latch on to it. Hmm. I'm just finishing some of my coffee. Thank God. Oh, here's some of that Lacroix, Lacroix, Lacroix. Anyway, you know, squirrel. Um, no, but uh, there are things being done, you know. You can only put so many sanctions and stuff like that. You know, you want to, you know, you you want to do the diplomatic way first. You know, obviously we've come very far as a civilization to go from, you know, just blowing everyone to smithereens to being like, yo, let's just talk about this. And if not, then we're going to do this, A, B, and C. Uh, but sometimes war is inevitable. Uh, hopefully that's not the case here. I really don't feel like going to Russia. I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I'd rather not have to deal with marching in some freaking negative 40 degree weather i mean look at napoleon what happened to him he i mean there's been very few successful invasions of russia um and it's not a fun time so i'd rather not do that you know so but hey it is what it is if they want to play some games we'll play some games so but uh this stuff's not going to go away overnight you know and this stuff's not going to get figured out um this shit's it's just not going to go away um i mean this this conflict this war is not going to be done within a week Hopefully it's done. Hopefully people say it is done soon. People say it's not. Whether the actual conflict itself is done soon is irrelevant. Um, that's that's just going to be because I'm neither here nor there. Um, there's going to be conversation about this. This is going to be on history books. There's going to be a lot that's going to be talked about about this. And it's, it's, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that haven't really been kind of settled in yet. Because there's, there's things that we're going to go over later that um, that are trying to line up with what Pooty Bear wants. Um, and the, they, they don't really don't want to give him, but that's beside the point. Um, but as a nation, whether with Joe Byron with a full dinner or not, will do as a material. A lot of people have Putin in their sights, um, and Putin is the is on the stage right now as the bad guy. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, so like I said before, this all just happened, and there's going to be history books written about these travesties that are occurring now and uh, let's write the history now and give the support that we can with what we have uh, we even uh, as a nation stand up for what we believe and make sure the evil does not win um, 
we we won't stand by idly and let people blow you know blow people around. We watched that what happened with Hitler. We watched what happened with Japan. It's just, it's you know things like that. You know millions and millions of people dying. That's not good. I mean we we won't stand for that. Um, Puduberry said he doesn't want to gain any other ground than Ukraine, but uh, we've kind of heard that before. <clears throat> Hitler, <clears throat> Nazi Germany. Like, bro, like Hitler said he wanted you as an ally and then invaded you. Come on, man. I mean, obviously, like I said, we know what happened with there. They got slowed down. You know, the weapons froze. The Ruskies had the AK-47s, which can work underwater with like 15, with like 15 pounds of rust on them. With, like, steel bullets made from, like, the ground-up teeth of children. Like, you know, that, those kind of things. Like, you, you, you have got to meet us halfway. How can how can we believe you as a leader if you meet, meet us halfway? Where is that trust at? Russians are necessarily known to be trustworthy. I'm not saying, like I said, look, this is not a, a point at all, Russians. Um, this is a point at your leadership. But again, like... This even goes back to, like, the time with, like, Trump and stuff like that. And, that, like, you know, people, whether your opinion on President Trump is good, bad, in between, doesn't really matter. Your company's leader, your, your company, your country's leadership will dictate others of who you are as a nation. And that's true with a lot of things, you know, as a corporation, as a unit, in, in the military. Um, your company's leadership will dictate that unit. Whether you have a group of really great soldiers, whether you have a group of really great people that you work with, that's all dictated by your by your leadership. You know, people look at Amazon and like, well, look at uh, whatever his freaking name is, Baldy guy. Um, drawing a blank right now, but uh, he uh, with him, like with his workers and stuff like that. He, you know, he seemed to be like a like an a hole because his workers are overworked and they don't get paid and they be seeing like he looks as an a hole and the company looks like a like a mean machine. But you meet, I'm sure if you went to a company or a, a plant and you meet some of those people, I'm sure there's a lot of great people. Um, you go to a unit and you see, oh well, or if you go to let's say a military unit and you see you meet the, the command team and that and they seem really squared away, they seem really approachable and this this and this and they're like, wow, that must be a really nice unit to be a part of, but. Maybe you have some really shitty soldiers in there, but you'd be like, oh, but ABC, but I'm neither here nor there. So look, there has to be a way that we can meet in between. And hopefully that we can figure this out from Pooty Bear, and he kind of was like, yeah, you know what? What I'm saying is true. Let's draw up some diplomatic treaties, and let's get let's let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, with this, I don't know. I mean, it's. it's there's, there's, there's so much. There's so much stuff. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just uh, getting a little bit of Lacroix water here. Coconut, sparkling water, coconut, naturally has something beautiful. Anyway, it's got a brain. Um, but I don't want to point fingers. History has a way of repeating itself. I don't want innocent lives at risk because some old dude is tired of not getting his chance in the political or diplomatic seesaw. Or some other analogy of sharing a child's toy. You know, I want to be able to get this over with, find a peaceful resolution, and get it done with. I, you know, like I said, no one wants war, no one wants to go on with that. Um, but uh, please, whatever your religious preference, or if you like pineapple on your pizza, which is disgusting, keep the homeboys and girls over in Ukraine your thoughts. Um, you know, there's a lot going on over there right now, there's a lot of destruction. I think as of yesterday, there was like 500 soldiers that died. I don't know if that are the soldiers or just personnel in general, um, but there's a lot of people that have already lost their lives to this uh, senseless conflict. 
So keep them in your mind. Um, but I'm going to bring this up. So here are some war updates. Oh, man, that's bad. War updates of today. So this is from MSNBC News. Um, Russia, Ukraine's conflict live updates. Battles for Kiev, ABC. Russian troops advanced towards Ukraine's capital early Saturday and street fighting broke out. City officials urged residents to take shelter, smoke some flames. Many residents of the capital huddled in underground shelters and officials imposed a strict curfew to root out the enemy. Others taken up arms and made Molotov cocktails to help their armies disperse but stern resistance against Putin's invasion. Um, he's refused to leave the capital. Um, he's saying he believes he is the number one target of the Russian attack. Instead, he has been posting videos in the streets urging people like him in the fights. My man went with a bunch of his people in the cab in the middle of Kiev and just had a Facebook Live video and said, come get me, I ain't leaving. And and we've actually, I'm pretty sure I saw something that uh, President Biden's put on there. It was just like, we can take you out of there to make sure you're safe. And he was like, no, dude, I got this, homie. I'm, fly- I'm actually going to fight for my country. Screw you and whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. So um, the U.S. continued to see indications of a viable Ukrainian resistance along with signs that the resistance is stiffer than the Russians expected. Senior U.S. Department that Defense Department official told reporters during a background briefing Saturday morning. The United States has also had indications that the Russians are increasingly frustrated by their lack of progress, particularly in the north around the capital city of Kiev and Kharkiv, whatever, the nation's second largest city where Ukrainian troops have dug in amid fierce fighting. To date, the Russian military has launched more than 250 missile launches, officials added. Ukrainian's air forces, meanwhile, is still flying, and the airspace remains contested, not under control of either country. There are signs of intermittent, intermittent internet outages in the country, this official said. Additionally, the U.S. has also seen an uptick in how many people are trying to leave the country. This official declined to comment on reports, blah, blah, Then, let's see. Apparently, we sent an initial $350 million in military assistance to Ukraine. Today's Ukraine fights with courage and pride against Russia's brutal and unprovoked assault I've authorized pursuant to the delegation by the president and unprecedented third presidential drawdown of up to $350 million for immediate support for Ukraine's defense. Give a bunch of money to them. I mean, I don't know what money's going to do right now. They kind of need it. They kind of need more, like, you know, machines and weapons right now, but that's beside the point. Anyway, uh, what else we got in this thing? Oh, this is, <laughs> I thought this was pretty, pretty funny. So was, I guess there was a reporter or a, a guy named Richard Engels. Engel? Um, apparently, this guy watched Ukrainians tear down road signs in an effort to confuse advancing Russian troops. Like, if you tear down the road sign, and can you just imagine, just for a second, put yourself in the shoes of a <laughs> someone in the mounted unit. Especially, like, well, just, like, just put yourself in, like, in a car situation, and then you're driving, and you're like, Oh, where's Kiev? I can't find Kiev. And you're like looking around and you don't even, and then you're like, oh no, this sign says I'm going in the wrong area. And you like, you're just kind of like circling around and around. And like, can you imagine just some random dude just going around changing like city signs? And the guys in the front with the tanks are like, no, no, this way, this is way too Kiev. And the other guys are like, no, no, this sign says Kiev. And they're just ride, driving around a big ass circle. That, <laughs> that's insane. I don't. I mean, they're like you, you know, we guys have like Google Maps and stuff like that. Like we have hard maps, and like hopefully these guys have some kind of terrain association. I just, I would just find this hysterical, especially if that was like the United States military, like if, in any kind of major conflict, and be like, 
Oh yeah, guys, this is the way to Berlin. Well, well this sign says Berlin's this way, but this sign says Berlin's this way. I was like, where do we go? How about we just follow like the actual like route? I just thought that was pretty funny. I thought I wanted to bring it up. Um, they said they, yeah, they saw they witnessed road service employees taking down signs at various points along the country to include highway route to Lviv as part of an apparent coordinated effort to confuse Russian forces who may, who may not be familiar with the region. Well, yeah, no crap, but that's why you have, never, never mind, that's just ridiculous. Um, apparently Poland was accepting Ukrainian refugees for, okay, so that's interesting. I know a buddy of mine who's a Polish guy who's like, hey, he's like, he has, he wants to go over there and be some rescue butt, but that's beside the point. Um, reporting from Providence, uh, Provincial Roads Outside of Ukraine's Key Port City of uh, Maripol Saturday, NBC's News Chief Foreign Correspondent Rachel Engel observed many checkpoints and barricades built by soldiers to protect communities in the region. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They've been cutting down trees. They've been putting stones in the earth piled up in the middle of the roads. Um, he said that the roads were almost entirely empty and very few people were here venturing their homes. Well, I probably wouldn't much either if I was going to get smashed by some 80-ton uh, tank with huge rounds. But that's beside the point. Um, Ukrainian soldiers were also placing the yellow and blue colors of the Ukrainian flag on their helmets and uniforms in attempts to distinguish themselves from Russian soldiers and avoid friendly fire. Uh, there have been reports that some Russian soldiers were found to be wearing Ukrainian military uniforms and using similar military equipment to the Ukrainian. <laughs> That's great. And I also read something else where it's like this grandma who was giving out sunflower seeds and then was just like, and they were like, oh, that's nice. And they were like, put this in your pocket. He's like, so at least when you die, you'll be useful. You'll actually uh, sprout sunflowers when you die on the Ukrainian soil. It was pretty funny. Um, Huddled in the basement of a hotel in the heart of Kiev, Ukraine's capital, Osanka, whatever, and her husband woke Friday. Sirens blared and Russian shells flooded and crunched. Yeah, there's a lot of destruction going on right now in Kiev with airstrikes and everything. People are very scared. Um, it's hard to express. It's hard to put into words what's going on. Um, obviously, war is hell. Uh, wow. Um, what else we got going on here? So, Russia's begun limiting access to Twitter. <laughs> With an internet watchdog reporting Saturday, the platform restricted on many of its country's major internet providers. That blocks an internet monitoring organization said in the blog post, the restrictions are an effort across multiple providers and come as Russian authorities and social media platforms clash over platform rules in relation to the conflict with Ukraine. Um, blah, 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 blah. Come confirm. Live metrics show that Twitter has been restricted on multiple providers in Russia as 9 a.m., the incident comes as the government class with social media platforms or a policy in relation to the Ukraine conflict. Blah, 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 there's a whole bunch of stuff on this one. A whole bunch of stuff on this one. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next article. Let's see what else we got. Um, land and air attacks. A whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, like a lot of barriers and stuff like that. Let's see what else. Um, this is another one. This is an article I found. This is a picture you guys can really see, but there's three or four ladies all with you know, it looks like a, some kind of version of the AK. Um, oh, here we go. Julie, a teacher in Ukraine, volunteer weeps as she waits to be deployed to fight Russian troops around Kiev on Saturday. So you have women 
going out in their fight for their country. You know, and like you, you watch you watch these videos and stuff like that, and you think like if there was ever a fight that came to America's soil, you know, we have millions and millions of guns and millions and millions of owners of guns who would gladly stand up and kill anyone who decided to invade America. And then you have the people who are just teachers who are like, you know what, fuck them. <laughs> um, this one is from the New York Times. Ukraine forces bat forces battle Russian assault on three cities. Ukraine's defense forces outmanned and outgunned. Wade's a ferocious resistance to the Russian invasion on Saturday, battling to keep control of the capital, Kiev, and other cities. There were intense street fighting and bursts of gunfire and explosions could be heard across Kiev. Here are the latest developments. The Kremlin said that Russian forces were resuming their advance on Ukraine on Saturday, claiming that President Vladimir Putin had ordered a pause on Friday, while possible talks with Ukraine were being considered. Russia has established attack lines in the three cities, Kiev in the north, uh, Kharkiv in the northeast, and Kherson in the south. Videos and photos showed a residential building struck by a missile in southwest Kiev, about one and a half miles from the airport. Um, President Zelensky gave Ukraine said in the video that his country's fire fighters had withstood and successfully repelled enemy attacks. Uh, mayor of Kiev imposed a curfew from 5 p.m. Across Ukraine, people huddled in air raid shelters, lined up at bank machines, and stocked up on essentials. Um, Prime Minister uh, of India urged Ukraine to resume dialogue with Russia in a call Saturday with President Zelensky. The two leaders spoke after India abstained from a United, United Nations Security Council vote on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. India released a statement after the vote saying, saying its abstention allowed it to continue reaching out to both sides of the conflict. Mr. Modi expressed India's willingness to contribute in any way towards peace efforts. That's cool. That's good stuff. Um, it's a four-mile traffic jam in Ukraine's border with people fully yakking. Imagine that's that's got to be terrifying. Satellite images collected on Friday show a four-mile traffic jam of vehicles trying to leave Ukraine at a southwestern border crossing with Romania. As Russian offense has intensified, Ukrainian civilians have tried to flee, causing the long lines of traffic throughout the country. On Saturday, the UN High Commissioner for Refugees on Twitter said that 150,000 Ukrainian refugees have crossed into neighboring countries. The Russian Defense Ministry said a statement that it had ordered all units to advance in all directions after what it called Kiev's rejection of negotiations. It asked Ukrainians to urge their government to remove all heavy weaponry from urban areas immediately. The ministry also said that Russia-backed separatist forces had captured a number of Ukrainian villages. Um, Zelensky is trying to get people together and say, hey, you want to fight? Let's fight. Let's just hold this country. This is our country. We're free people. Let's go fight our country. As, Russia, as Russian troops lay siege to Kiev, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, again appeared on camera Saturday to furnish proof of his continued presence in his country's capital. Praise has outgunned and outmanned military and besieged Western co uh, countries for their support. He stated, We have withstood and successfully repelled enemy attacks. Mr. Zelensky said in the video posted about noon local time. The latest of several speeches he has released, the fighting continues in many cities and the districts of our state. But we know that we protect their country, the land, and future of our children. I have no words. Ukrainians escaped to a neighboring Poland. And it's just, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing to, to look at all these pictures and stuff like that of people. It's just, it's a lot. And these are a lot of, these are just a lot of um, small snippets from people that are just reporting, I guess, reporters from all inside Ukraine. Um, most of more than 150,000 Russian forces massed against Ukraine are now fighting in the country, but those troops are increasingly frustrated by the lack of momentum as there is a stiff Ukrainian resistance, which is good. The United States said on Friday that one-third of Russia's combat power was fighting in, in Ukraine. Whew, a lot of people. Um, 
After being told the people of like Lviv, Ukraine were being asked to search the streets with black lights to find fluorescent paint used by Russian agents who have infiltrated the city to direct missile strikes and to kick dirt over them if they find something. I went looking for the dirt that looked out of place. It didn't take long. On a street street near the church of a holy U uh, Eucharist cathedral, there was a, it was a pile of dirt in a weird place just like the ones I had booked before. I have no idea what was under the dirt, but I have no idea what could target a missile to Beale Street if held in all shutter here. It's just, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's just a lot. It goes on and going with a lot of stuff. Um, what else is this? Um, Turkey had banned the passage of Russian warships through the Black Sea. Wow, this is different. Um, thank the Turkish president for support. Turkey has also so far denied the, denied the action, but Mr. Zelensky thanked Turkey for significant military and humanitarian support. Uh, so he said, I thank my friend, Mr. President of Turkey, R.T. Drogan, and the people of Turkey for their strong support. The ban on the passage of Russia warships to the Black Sea and significant military and humanitarian support for Ukraine are extremely important today. The people of Ukraine will never forget that. Um, yeah, and then I just see a bunch of videos of all the destruction and stuff like that. You know, this stuff sucks. More sucks and more is hell. And, you know, you never want to see... You never want to see this kind of destruction, this kind of hatred towards anyone. Um, and, you know, obviously, there's going to be a lot of um, events that unfold after this. You know, if, you know, what you call it? Vladimir, I had a brain fart. Vladimir's, Vladimir Putibar's Russian army is very strong. And he will eventually, with his resources, and his military taxes will overcome Ukraine if he persists. He will. You know, and, you know, where does that, where does that land with us? Where does it end with allies? Because, you know, the United States stated that they will not actually put boots on ground as far as to fight Russians face-to-face, hand-to-hand combat, unless they actually physically attack a NATO nation. If Ukraine becomes part of a United Nation, which they haven't agreed to yet, that would mean America would go necessarily with war with Russia. <laughs> Terrifying to think of. Terrifying, but potentially a uh, reality. Scary to think of, but also not too far-fetched. Not too far-fetched at all. It's, 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 it's on the minds of everyone in America to go fight in this war. And there's just a lot of pieces that still remained lost. Just almost like putting it together like a thousand word, well, in this case, like a 10,000 piece puzzle. That's almost the size of an entire room. And you have all these pieces from all parts of the world and everyone has their own pot hand in certain these pieces. And Russia has a lot of pieces. I would say Russia has about 9,500 pieces. As far as this war. But there's a lot of nations that have a lot of other pieces of the puzzle that they need to put their own stop to. And if the big picture, the big piece of the puzzle and picture of this is Russia taking over Ukraine. Well, we need to find those pieces and we need to throw them away. We need to dig against this this tyranny and fight them. We can't afford to have a tyrannical government, a tyrannical leader, kill and maim innocent lives. 
War as hell. War is shitty. And, you know, I never wish war upon my worst enemy. Because of not just the physical toll, but the emotional and, you know, physiological toll that it takes on it's not just the person itself, the people that are fighting, but the, the, the families. <clears throat> I hope this ends soon. I hope you can find a way to peacefully resolve this issue. I don't think it's going to end as soon as people think. Um, regardless of whether the actual fighting stops, the actual fighting might stop soon. But the actual intentions and the actual overall breadth of this is going to last quite some time. And, you know, this isn't going to go away. Vladimir Putin isn't going to just give up one day and say, nah, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't think that's going to happen. He spent many, many, many millions, billions to get to where he is now. And he isn't going to stop. It's hard to say. It's hard to pinpoint an actual plan that's going to happen. If he gets what he wants, is he going to stop? Nah. Maybe. But the worst part is maybe not. Does he then go into Poland? Does he then go into Belarus? Belgium? Hungary? Germany? France? England? Did they try to rebuild the Ottoman Empire? What do they really want? Did they want total control? Or do they just want what they think that's theirs? Think about this. Say, we give in to them. Say we as a nation say, you know what? That was yours. That piece of land was yours. and We should stay out of it. Let me bring this to your attention. You may or may have not heard of Palestine, Israel. All those names, the fighting that happens over there, well, they people think that they own this and people think that they own that. Well, you know what? Let them do it. If we just let people do what they want as far as killing and maiming people, we're going to have a lot of blood in our own hands. You know, I know they say America doesn't want to put, they're not the world's police, and they're not. But we have a lot of influence. We have a lot of say in the matter. And being the bigger person, being the better person, we need to stand up for what we believe is right. Whether you have your own personal opinions about our president, you know, President Putin, President Zelensky, you know, we have a piece of this puzzle that we as Americans have a right to say and have a right to think how we can be part of the solution. If we sit back and we don't do anything, we're just adding to the travesty and the killing of innocents. And it's terrible to think about, you know, like, where do we start? What do we, what do we take off of them? And, you know, us doing all these sanctions against Russia. Oh, man. It's a start. It's a start, but it's also... What's the word? Hopefully it means to an end. 
We don't want to impose sanctions against Russia. We all, at the end of the day, we all want to get along. I asked someone one of these days, I was like, you know what, well, how cool would it be? How cool would it be to be able to go anywhere you want in the world without the fear of reprise? Without the fear of being, well, killed? Without the fear of being objectified to some personal belief? How crazy would it be? Just being able to go wherever you want in the world and be like, welcome. Thanks for showing up. It's not going to be a reality in the world today. It's never going to be in the reality ever. I've had multiple couple people on this podcast alone that says this world is the way it is for a bunch of various different reasons. And everyone has their own opinion on those reasons. Hopefully we can come to some kind of agreement with this. I mean, this probably isn't going to be the only podcast that we talk about um, the Ukrainian and Russian war conflict, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure I'll probably bring up more stuff here in the near future. I just hopefully can figure out a way that we can come together in the world as a nation to stop these conflicts like this. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It may happen next week. It may, this may go on for a year. Who knows? But we can't let up. We can't let them feel like they're alone. Women and children and fathers out there are losing loved ones, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, dads, moms, just because of one person's ideal of a perfect nation. We all remember when Hitler said that too. He thought of a perfect nation of Aryan, white, or Aryan, white, blue-eyed, and blonde-haired individuals. Perfect, quote-unquote, perfect members of society. When he was anything but. Vladimir Putin's 70 years old. His prime time of being a leader is pretty much gone. It's up to us to build the leader of the nation to stop people like this from becoming the next leaders of our nation. There's people in St. Petersburg right now that are protesting this and you know they're being arrested and probably killed to fight against the ideas of someone else. And we have our own personal protests, I'm sure, that are come up to, to help Ukraine. And hopefully that is the case. Luckily, we became, we're a part of a nation that believes in freedom of speech. Hopefully, the people of Russia that are against this war sway the masses. I just don't think that's going to happen. Vladimir has his own agenda, and that's just going to be what it is. It's going to take more than just his own people to sway the opinion of him. And I hope one day we can figure this out. And it's going to be soon because there's going to be a lot of innocent innocent civilians that are going to be killed. Women and children. More war crimes committed. And we need to stick together to, to fight against this. But I digress. You know, there's a whole lot I can say about this war. There's a whole lot I can get into with history 
and tensions and A, B, and C, and all the kind of stuff that comes from everything. Because you got to remember, they, all this stuff stems from many, many years of fighting and killing and maiming and personal beliefs about who's better and I'm better than you and ABC. But this is a perfect example. Everyone puts their shirt on the same way. Everyone puts their pants on the same way. No matter who you are, from a CEO to a janitor, we're all people with hearts, feelings, and beliefs about what a perfect world really should be. No one's always right all the time. No one's always right 24-7. Everyone has their issues. Everyone has their own personal dilemmas, I guess you could say. But compromise, thought, reading, history, this all comes into play. It all comes into how we can better ourselves for a better future. And hopefully the minds would be take that in consideration and, and use that to to blot out the hatred and killing that's going on today in Ukraine. But with all this being said, you know, I always side with peace of a war. You know, being in the military, you know, seeing people who have seen terrible things in wartime, have lost friends, suicides, combat, ABC. You don't wish war upon your worst enemy. Yeah. But I will always be on the side of freedom over tyranny any day. And freedom for the people of Ukraine, freedom for the people of Russia, and freedom of the people from all over the world. Yeah. But uh, on that note, Thank you for t- again for tuning in. Um, stay tuned in for next week's episode of Fryside Chats. Um, not quite sure exactly what I'm going to do, so maybe I can get another um, person on here we can chat. Whether it be about Russia, motorcycles, bombs, bears, Battlestar Galactic, whatever, it can be about anything. But we'll we'll get there at that point. Um, I just want to say, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for always listening. Thanks for giving me the credit. Thanks for the time of day. Um, Please, if you always want to be part of my channel, you can always just uh, give me a comment on my on my page, Fry the Cap Guy. It's on Facebook. I'm also Fry the Cap Guy. That's on um, Instagram, and there's also a Fry the Cap Guy. That's on YouTube. Reach out, talk to me, give me some topics. If you want to, if you want to chime in for one of my podcasts, you know, give me some ideas or just chime in. Give me a call. Give me a phone call. I'm only a call away. I mean, I would more than willing to have you on even just a speakerphone and have a conversation with you on my phone. You don't even have to sit next to me. I can just have you through my phone. We can chat about whatever. Um, and I would love to have that. Um, I would love to have some kind of influence and some kind of other people's opinions about life and life's crazy mysteries with me. But uh, until next time, my friends, stay safe. Pray for Ukraine. And... As always, thank you for everything you do for me, and have a wonderful rest of your weekend.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com.